get it. Let's go. Let's open our goddamn ear holes because it's that time just, again. Just forget it. Let's fucking get it, motherfuckers. It's a working procast. Tweet. Hello, you silly motherfuckers. <laughs> I've just started this halfway through Terry telling me his fucking dumbass life. Uh, we're just going to put in a little bit of silence right here. I'll edit it out in post because I'm magnificent like that. Uh, but we just need to get the background noise so you can edit that shit out. There you go. We're good. That's good. Alright. So, um, fucking hot off the press of 13 Reasons Why. Oh, Terry's fucking doesn't want a fucking bar of it. No. But I just watched the new season, as you probably guys all know that's out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Fuck off. No, but yeah, I think it needs to be talked about. And, you know, an emotional high for the show. Thought it was pretty good. Season three, pretty intense, as it always is. But, you know, I think the controversies and the conversations that have been made around the show are important, to be honest. Right. I think a lot of people need to wake up to themselves. And a lot of people that were... Not offended, but like we're really fucking against the show. I think those people are stupid. What's your opinion, Terry? Man, honestly, I have no idea. He's so fucked right now. <laughs> you got no idea. But no, I don't just want to ramble by myself. But I don't know we can maybe leave it till when he's not as high, but or he's seen season three. But I don't know. I just think like it's no, a, it's, it's all right. You, you can talk about it. A lot of other stuff in media is acceptable. And then this show that's clearly making a message, like a, and like everyone involved with it, from cast to crew, had done their research, the producers, and all this, and we're really trying to tell a message about something that is so confronting it doesn't really get talked about. But yet, you can have rape and all that kind of shit in Game of Thrones, and that's hyper realistic and taken more advantage of. That I think in this show that's trying to start a conversation, start a message, start a movement, but then people shit on it for having these confronting things, but we we praise it in a show like Game of Thrones, where it's it's using that more for entertainment, I believe, in Game of Thrones, because that's a hyper fantasized realm where this is grounded in realism, but we go, Oh no, that's too real, that's confronting, that's offending me. But the only difference is it's set in this real environment, so it's more impactful. I think that's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And they they put a warning at before as soon as you click on the show, they put a warning before every season, before the start of the first season, before every episode, and then they do call the hotline or go to the website at the end of every episode. Like I don't understand what more you could ask, and they're clearly not doing it to take advantage or have this hyper-realism. That's how we tell stories. is through entertainment. That's all they're doing is telling a story and sending a message. I think people who have gone skits, and I agree that it's made some people do stupid stuff like replicate the show in ways, and I think those people are fucking stupid, to be honest. And that's so sad that they took the wrong thing away from this, but I don't think that discredits all the good that this show has done and I think you know I can get real real uh, put my opinions real out there but I probably shouldn't but I'm just saying I think that um, those people who did that are stupid and weren't ready for the show and now obviously the show's making a big deal about that if you're not ready they tell you do not watch or get a parent it's the first thing they say to you as soon as you click on to it so 
I just, you know. Yeah. And that's what I mean. These things affect people so much that people replicated the show. That's how real that shit is. You know, and I think it's it's good to have a topic about it. But I could progress. Terry's out of it, so I'll shut the fuck up. No, nah, we'll... man. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. Quite high, that's all. Yeah, yeah. But so we'll, we'll talk about what, anyone, what we said we'd talk about. Um, the galaxy. <sighs> just quickly on 13 Reasons Why. And this kind of goes into the galaxy. And I think one of the messages that strongly, like, that really comes through in the show is that People get hurt no matter what, I think. Like, the world is fucked. It's dark. So all you can do is show up, day in, day out, never give up, and just try your best. Yeah. That's it. And I think the show really captures that, especially towards the end of the third season, and just finding a group of mates that you'll go to the fucking end of the earth for, and sticking by them, and just doing your best by them. I think that's fucking strong. And that's... Bring that into the galaxy. I mean... There's a lot. There's a lot to be said there. That what is the galaxy? The the greater realm of the galaxy. Like the fucking... New age thinking of... Fucking the galaxy talk. Like I'm getting fucking slides from the galaxy. Oh, fucking... And then you got the talk of fate. And all that kind of stuff. So... Yeah, I think... I mean like... Obviously the galaxy is the solar system. There's many different ways to interpret... Galaxy, what do you reckon, Terry? Galaxy. Yeah. Unpack it. Oh, man, I don't know where to begin, to be honest. It's totally why I throw it to you. Also, I heard I got a little bit of uh, smack with one of the audience members. Just want to say, I'm working with almost a dead fish over here. <laughs> yeah. So, today's, um... Today is quite, quite impossible, So, how about, don't give me the slack when I am pulling this dead horse through this fucking... This fucking mud track. And then people have a go that I'm talking too much. Fuck you. Fuck you, you motherfucker. I know you're listening and you're far. No jokes. Please keep listening. You're probably a lad. Just took it a bit to heart today. And I'm emotionally charged, okay? <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, I don't know where to begin, to be honest. He's out. I think yeah, this is just um, going to be a Jack Solo episode, to be honest. Yeah, I'm out today. He I'm may have had a second hit before the uh, before the show, and he's KO'd himself. He's fucked himself real bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's gone. So everyone who likes listening to my voice, strap in, because this is going to be the episode for you. I've already smashed like 10 minutes of conversation in 5 minutes, so fucking... Dude, Let's go. For it. go for it. <sighs> nah, but the galaxy though, fucking crazy shit. It's good. Want? That was some dead silence of two people drinking water. What do you want to know? I don't know, man. Fucking like what? Do you, I just uh, I agree. Like I, I'm not high, and I don't know where to start. You know, it's pretty intense, man. And like then you think the oh fuck, I'm gonna butcher my words here existentialism side of everything like why are we here who are we what's our purpose are we a simulation (laughs) you've been talking about that quite a bit yeah from fucking matrix having this bitch but we could be we don't fucking we don't know which is a scary thing like what else is out there in the galaxy there's just so many questions exactly like we don't even know what's on our own earth to be honest 
No. 70% of the ocean is unexplored. I think it's more than that, actually. I think I'm at 70 to 90% of the ocean is unexplored. And then yeah. we're, and then there's the galaxy out there. Like, what the fuck? We're not ready for that shit. And yeah, no, just galaxies, universes. Yeah, exactly, there. man. And other bubbles of other universes. Yep. You know. And space is only getting bigger, literally. It's just getting bigger. It's expanding. It's exploding. It's doing whatever the fuck it does. Nobody knows. Yeah, you know? that's it. Everything's. We got serious. our first black hole photo, and then we, and now they've said that black hole swallowed up a star, and we got that. Yeah. We, we got footage of that or something like that. Like, fuck, we dead, man. And then we're, and then we're just stuck on this earth trying to figure out who the fuck we are. <laughs> and just trying to get to every day. Yeah, exactly. I fuck, think, man. I think we detach ourselves from, you know, reality. Yeah. It's just... Well, it's what is it, reality? It's just like, it's hard to detach yourself from something that... Well, it's probably easier to detach yourself from something you don't truly understand, but, you know, like, yeah. And then you and then you just think what brings us to this point where we fucking are sitting here doing a podcast while you're high as fuck. I've just watched 13 Reasons Why I Bawled My Fucking Eyes Out. I've chucked a teaser for season four, <laughs> and I don't know what that's going to mean. And I pretend like I know these characters, like I've known these characters for three years. <laughs> and like, I'm like, fuck, what's going to happen to my mates? And then you just go, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? You know? And then you fucking get brought straight back into it once the season finishes. And then you remember you got work tomorrow. And you're like, fuck me dead. You don't work into it, do No, but I'm just, that's a good example, you know what I mean? Like, this I believe is, um, also pretty not real life this podcast to me anyway it's pretty it's a privilege it's pretty cool it's something I've wanted to do for a very long time so I don't really count this as everyday life I think this is pretty pretty blessed to be doing this same with my wrestling you know what I mean like fucking that's a childhood dream and then I'm living it so I just don't I don't take that as everyday which probably means I take it for granted but how is your wrestling though though yeah, good. Got a match September in Sydney. Yeah, yeah but it'll work out more. <laughs> um, Have you been doing any? Nah, man. It's been pretty, pretty busy. I probably should have gone to gymnastics Thursday, but that's all right. I'll get back into it. We'll hit hard. It's in a couple of weeks, so we'll just, we'll just smash. So nothing planned. Just yeah, just rock just up. Raw. Well, you plan it on the day. Man, yeah. Should be, shouldn't be too hard. Because, like, um, wrestling, they kind of have, like, a set format thing. It's kind of, um, it's pretty cool. And then there's all these techniques that go into it to make it a lot easier. So you can just kind of make it up on the, on the spot or make it up on the day. Like, there's set structures. There's, um, there's a shine where, like, the two wrestlers, like, go at it toe-to-toe. But then the good guy always gets... The upper hand because he's the more technical style of a wrestler. That's why yeah. the that's why the bad guy always cheats to win because he's not actually as good as the good guy. So what, which which are you in the good guy or we the? We don't know. We'll make that up on the day. Oh well. really? Yeah, but we'll probably be bad guys. That's what our tag team is more like. And then so you have the shine, which is that happening, and then you have the healer, the the, the bad guy. So the bad guy is called heel in wrestling. So he'll end up um, 
doing a cheap shot or cheating or if it's a tag team they'll do a double team while the ref isn't looking or something like that and then that will cause this is after the good guy gets on top on the shine and the bad guy has to cheat to get back on top and then it goes into the heat or a beat down where essentially the good guy gets beaten down by the heel for a little bit and the good guy shows his spirit of fighting back and all this kind of stuff and has set comebacks that he'll do but he'll get cut off and then he'll still keep getting beat down and then the crowd can start to get behind him. So this is all, you know, this is all already done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This like is like a natural... You know how, like, there's that saying that you got to know the rules before you can break them? Uh, yeah. That's the rules of wrestling. This is the rules of wrestling. So you can break those rules, but you need to be familiar and experienced in the rules before you can go break them. Same as, like... Um, TV and movie setting and acting and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's the set yeah, rules, you know. You read the script. Yeah, yeah. And then, so, or like. So script, you guys get. Yeah, or in like TV, like there's special shots that you set up and there's the 180 degree rule and all that. But once you. Once you're experienced enough, you can make artistic choices to break those rules to add an extra layer. But at the moment, I'm starting out, so I've got the base layer, the base rules. But as I get more experienced, we can start to break those rules during the match to tell bigger stories oh, or okay, okay, okay. to make it more entertaining or, you know. But that's just the baseline. So they'll do the comeback and then we'll go to the finish where the good guy finally gets back on top and then depending on who's winning, the bad guy will then end up doing something heelish, usually to get back on top and end up winning. Or the good guy will then overcome the bad guy, do a cool f- couple fancy moves and then end up getting the one, two, three. Yeah. Or like I said, the bad guy will do something cheap and get the one, two, three. So that's normally how a wrestling match. That's the standard wrestling match. Oh, okay. How do we go? Now I understand. Yeah. I, I, you know, I never learned like the theatre part of yeah, wrestling. Man. There's a lot. Like It's very theatre. Like, I'm glad you said that because I was about to go into that. But yeah, man, it's very much an acting style. As much as it might not be regarded like that from actors and, yeah. and even wrestlers themselves, it is. 100%. I've done three years of acting. Yeah. And I've done wrestling, I know that they're very fucking similar, so... Yeah, and it's fucking cool, I reckon it's better than acting. It yeah, is acting, but I, yeah, I reckon it's better yeah. than screen or or theatre itself, I just think it's, it's more cool. of an action theatre. Yeah, basically. yeah, it's cool. And like, wow. you know, you, the shit you can do with it, and then, like, the fighting part of it, and like, the artistic and like, dance style of it all, almost, and yeah. then you watch really good people and you go... Fuck, they're telling a story and they're doing cool flippy shit and they make it look like it fucking hurts. Yeah. You know, and then there's even, and then you fucking, you know, just like there's different styles of acting, there's Bertol and all them and Bertol, that's uh, Bastien and all that, sorry. Yeah. My bad. You know, there's, there's different styles of wrestling, usually separated by the continent. So Japan has their own style of wrestling. Which is, this is like the three basic ones. Yeah. This is not, I, I, don't know, I don't think I've ever seen Japanese. So I that's, seen like that's usually sports. strong style, where they legitimately just kick the shit out of each other. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, really? yeah. So obviously some of the big moves are staged and all that, but usually they're strikes and stuff. So there's like a forearm in, in all wrestling, where you kind of like dig your arm, the soft part of your arm, into yeah. their into their neck yeah because there's no nothing to break there and then you can get the soft part of your arm so it doesn't hurt as much and you can go as hard as you freaking want <laughs> and that's a really cool thing because you make that look as real as you want and you can have that in many different situations which is why I quite like the move 
and it's quite simple to do once you get it. Um, but yeah, so but in Japanese, they're all like that. They're all yeah. like so when you kick someone, yes, you, you kick someone, it. yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it can be it's quite a controversial and polarizing kind of wrestling because it is more dangerous than the rest, and yeah, the standard stuff's already dangerous enough. Well, you know, Japanese, they always had to do it better. They're always fucking crazy, exactly right. But yeah, that's... And like, Japan, you can do crazy shit. This guy wrestled a blow-up doll once. What? Yeah, and it went for like 20 minutes. And it was a wrestling (laughs) classic. And fucking like, it had like, all the, um... All the... The guides and formation of a proper two-person fantastic match but it was just this guy and this dumb <laughs> shit you know it was oh, fucking incredible and like Japan they're fucking eating that shit up and you got like all the fucking girls in the front row and there's all these like shit that like is just Japan specific and like all this kind of stuff it's hilarious it's so good oh, and then you've got uh, Luchadors which is my favourite uh, Lucha Wrestling um, which is the high flying jumping off the ropes fast paced what is that? What's the... Origin? You know Rey Mysterio? You might, may or may not. Mass wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's that kind of wrestling. Oh, like Mexican style? Yes, Mexican. Yes, oh. Mexican wrestling. And then um, you have the just the westernized WWE safe style. There's other style, but like, you know, that's usually the three main three. Not the WWE safe style. It's all hard to do. But, you know, they're, they're more there to maintain the body and injuries not that it's fucking it's very hard yeah. I agree but they're wrestling five to seven days a week oh fuck yeah so they need to be able to go out there each and every night and perform to a certain level so they've got a a more grounded and what about the the Irish oh what's his name Seamus uh, I don't know man this Irish guy like really fit as fuck a lot of tattoos are you talking about um the UFC? Maybe. Um, that guy. Uh, the the real douchey one? Uh, I don't yeah. know. Probably. Conor McGregor, that yes, one? Yes, yes. Yeah, guy. the douchey yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, he a douche. Yeah, yeah. He what? went through like a chair at a bus. What? Yeah, and then he like hopped the cage and started beating up some guy's team or some shit. <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought it was very entertaining. I thought it was very wrestling of them, so I quite enjoyed it. But my brother, who's a UFC fan... Takes photos for the UFC, fucking was like, what a prick. Disrespectful <laughs> to the sport. I'm like, fuck off. They're literally disrespecting their own sport and they're trying to make it as entertaining as WWE, but with real fighting in the cage. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck's the point of that? Make it as real as possible. Don't add stupid storylines and people actually hating each other. No, they've all got mutual respect for each other. It's fucking. It's just the. It's a sport. Don't be a dumb cunt. You know? <laughs> but instead, they're like. <clears throat> The storylines actually make it way, way better. And I'm like, I agree. That's why wrestling is the best. Because you get really... And then there's um, there's a show called Lucha Underground. It's cancelled. Rest in peace, Lucha Underground. Fucking best show of all time. Never so it's it. like... Um, what's like a really crazy, hyper, fancy show like about like gods and superheroes and like superpowers and like really dramatic... Like... Cross between like Riverdale... And, like, one of the Marvel Netflix shows. Um, if not crazier than that. Like, but that's basically... The boys. What? The Boys. Almost, kind of. Probably. Yeah, maybe. Around there. Or, like, The Umbrella Academy. That okay. kind of crazy. Yeah. But with wrestling. 
That's well, what that, and then it's filmed like a TV show. But they solve their problems in the wrestling ring. Really? Because the gods demand it, and then seven tribes went to war back in like the ancient days. Yeah. Because the gods wanted them to, so they used to fight for the gods. But they went, they they were like coliseum fighting, but it was wrestling. And now it's like years in the future, and the gods have. Um, talk to this dude and he wants them to get all back together and then they fight in the temple and then there's like a uh, like a dude that's like incestual with his sister and like is bat shit crazy and then he's trying to kill a phoenix a superhero I've never heard of that and some other dude and then there's a prince puma that died and then came back alive by some spirit and then there's a guy called like um Mel Mertes, who's like a man of a thousand deaths, and he's died a thousand times, and he's killed a thousand times. And then there's like Pentagon Dark, where he just breaks people's arms. What's his name? And then there's um, the Rabbit Tribe, where they're all high, and they all believe in Alice, and like the Wonderland. And then there's (laughs) Luchasaurus, and the the Reptile Gang, where they're all like half human, half reptiles from like the olden days. And then there's Drago, that's it. And he's like half dragon, but then the 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 um, viper moon chick comes back and takes control of Drago, and he's now like more dragon than he's human. And his friends Aerostar and Phoenix. Phoenix is like a superhero, and so is Aerostar. They're oh trying to God, save their shit. dragon friend, who's now trying to kill them and eat them because he's more dragon than he is human. While there's a Luchasaurus, which is a giant like lucha dinosaur. I must do. It's so fucking good, man. I'm it's lost. some of the coolest shit you'll ever watch in your entire fucking life. And they're going around murdering each other and shit. Oh, dude. And it's I'm like filmed like a TV thing. show. It's so good. <sighs> dude, I do How good not, does that sound, though? I do not know. <laughs> exactly, man. Fucking the best. I don't know if you just made that up. <laughs> fucking sounds like it, right? Yes. It's so good. So good. Some of the best shit ever. Fuck. <sighs> Fuck, man. Dude, I don't know how you do that. What do you mean? Just, how I'd make it up? Or how is that real? going, going, and going. Just... What, talking? No, no, like how you know everything of, like about it. That's not even like, that's half of it. Oh, and that's poorly explained as well. Fucking... And then you got like the dude who's like this like half monster half human thing that's been sent from the gods and then there's like the gauntlet of the gods which like possesses the power and if you have it for too long and you have unpure heart you become evil and shit like this and then wait what's the name of this show uh lucha underground and where can you see this uh illegally online oh what yeah isn't it like on No, sadly. It was on Netflix in America for a little bit. I got a VPN just to watch it. And when I got the VPN, they had just taken it off Netflix. And I wanted to kill myself. So, where can you find it now? Uh, Watchseries.com. Watch wrestling. Watchwrestling.com. Yeah. But it's hard to find links that work. So, I will eventually buy it on DVD and we shall watch it. Because it's the fucking best. (laughs) Can you buy it? Well, I'm sure I'll be able to buy it eventually. Just get... Pardon me, sorry, everyone. Just get it imported from America. Be sick. And we've got to get the Japanese version of Power Rangers as well. Because they're, like, selling the English dub versions of it. Fuck, it's going to be the best. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot you love Power Rangers. Yeah, you? that's it. Oh, ah. man. Oh. Damn. Damn. I'm, not, I'm tempted to end the episode here. We'll, we, this won't get better. At least not for me. I've talked about all the shit I like. Right? <laughs> I'm fucking... <sighs> only thing left to talk about for me is the Swans, which they had a fucking amazing game. We had four retiring players. They all kicked a goal, essentially. And it was Buddy Sarandreth, one of the greatest modern players of all time, and he kicked four goals. It was great. The end. We're ending the podcast. See you later, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Jokes. Just kidding. Not really. Maybe. Yeah. I fucking... I've had a great day. That's good. Yeah. That's a good day. I've done, I've done literally shit all, but... It's... What you can do about it, yeah? Good on you, man. Got to do all the housework tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're not working tomorrow either. No. You're going to do my washing, clean my room, all that bullshit. Oh, yeah, you should clean the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hashtag shout out to Chan Chong again. Uh, yeah, we're shouting him out again. You know what? Official guest of the... Uh, of the podcast. A work in procast. I didn't even... Oh, this is a work in procast, everyone. So if you stayed this long, congratulations. Because we're only now just introducing the show. This is episode three. Yep. Um, glad you were able to strap in in the first five minutes because we just fucking went all out. So, respect. And I think the thing broke. Oh, no, it's good. But yeah, man. So if you sticked around without even an intro that we didn't even do at the start, good on you. Yeah. I respect you. We totally forgot about it. Yeah. But Champ Chong? Nah. You know what? We we endorse Champ Chong. Everyone subscribe, hit the like button, notification bell. You know, fucking get on the Champ Chong train, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Champ. Oi, if you hear this Champ Chong, fucking get on the podcast. Hit us up. Do a fucking collab. Some 2K fucking 20, your dog. WWE 2K20. Me versus Champ Chong. Let's fucking go, I can't. Fucking pussy. Too early, man. What'd you say? Too early. Yeah, I'm just fucking joking for the fans, cut. Joking for the actual fans, you know? Day one fans. Shanty and fucking some guy from work. Am I right, boys? Up the dogs. Up the dogs. Yeah, alright. Alright, we will go then. Alright, see you guys. This has been a classic episode. Probably get the lowest views we'll ever get in the entire podcast history.